The anime craze is alive and thriving in India. Otakus, which most fans like to call themselves, may not have easy access to their favorite anime, but this subculture is booming in India. So if you are a newcomer in the world of anime and you would like to understand what it entails, this episode is for you. And if you're already a hardcore fan, then I would love to hear from you. You've got all my social media handles in the description and you could definitely reach out to me. My name is Frisia. This is WAC, a podcast where no topic is off bounds. And don't forget to share this episode with all your friends and tell them what the world of anime is all about. It's important for us to understand that many other parts of the world produce their own anime. But Japanese anime is different from the animation that is coming from any other country because their storyline and their aesthetic, it's all very specific to Japan. Originally catering only to Japan, anime then spread like wildfire in the 90s. Within anime, there are multiple genres, like you have this kodomo, which is aimed at children, shoujo, which is aimed at teen girls, or shonen, which is aimed at teen boys. Then you have hoje, which is aimed at very young adult women, and senen, which is aimed at young adult men. Then, of course, there's the very, very adult section, which is your hentai, which is animated porn, and echi, which is sexual acts, but you don't really show any sex. Then there's anime about robots and machines. It's called as mecha. Then there's anime about getting transported into different worlds and realities, which is your isekai. And then there's your general genres. There's drama, emotion, supernatural, fantasy, horror. It's like a list. It can just go on and on. Anime movies and shows have been inspired by many Hollywood shows and movies like Death Note, Ghost in the Shell, Speed Racer, and more recently there was Alita Battle Angel. Spirited Away, which was made by renowned animator and storyteller Hayao Miyazaki, was the first anime film to be nominated for and to win an Academy Award. More recent movies like Makato Toshinkai's Your Name in fact raked in more than $355 million worldwide. Now, did you know that the longest-running anime has over 7,500 episodes? It's called Asazai-san. In fact, some shows have been running for like 20-30 years, Dragon Ball Z being one of the most recognizable ones. One Piece is also another very long-running show, but much to fans' dismay, it is slated to end pretty soon. Any conversation about anime would not be complete without mentioning Studio Ghibli. Started in the mid-80s, arguably the most respected animation studio in the world. Even if you're not an anime fan, Ponyo and My Neighbor Totoro are must-watches. They're on my personal recommendation list. There's even a new theme park in Japan, which is based on Ghibli's work, and it's slated to open in 2022. When I visited Japan in 2019, I was really disappointed that I couldn't visit the Ghibli studio. And hopefully, if international travel does open up to Japan, I would definitely put this on your list of places to visit. 
In Japan, more paper is used to print manga than toilet paper. And it's common that after someone has finished reading a comic book, they just leave it on a table or a bench for someone else to pick up and read. Anime is in fact an abbreviated pronunciation of animation in Japan, a phenomenon that began in 1917 by three Japanese artists. And the first anime which was released in 1917 was this two-minute clip of a samurai testing his new sword. Although all anime is in Japanese, there are words that are used in anime that are not directly translatable. In fact, there is this world of just anime lingo and popular phrases that are so unique that one would often find that a direct translation to that is pretty virtually impossible. Words like senpai, which means senior or upper class man, gaki, which means a brat or someone who's immature. These are very common in the anime world. And whether or not you speak Japanese, and their meanings have come to be generally accepted on loose translations. It's actually a very big reason why there is now this surge in people that are trying to learn Japanese over the last few years. The anime industry is worth $19 billion dollars in yearly revenue, which definitely increased in 2020 thanks to everyone being stuck at home and binge-watching. The industry has lent to so many other industries as well, like anime fashion and anime con, which is attended by 7 to 8 lakh people every year. Cosplaying or dressing up like anime characters is another hugely popular activity that is done by the anime world. A Google search on some of the most epic cosplay costumes and get-ups will definitely astonish you because of the kind of detailing and dedication that goes into it. Now, who would have thought that tops, and I'm not talking about the kind of tops we wear, but the game of tops that we get from India, would have gone and sparked a multi-million dollar franchise that can only be described as a cult following. Beyblade is a franchise that is based most entirely on the intricacies surrounding a game of spinning tops. But there is a dark side to the industry. Anime is mostly drawn by hand, and there is a huge exploitation of in-between animators. Your freelancers and your freshers, they go into that category, where horror stories of overworked, underpaid animators keeps cropping up. According to the Japanese Animation Creators Association, an animator in Japan yearly earns on an average from 1 million to 3.5 million yen. And to put it in perspective, Japan's annual average salary is roughly 4 million yen. Now we need to understand that an animator probably works close to 18 to 19 hours per day. And some of them might even just land up working like six days to five days a week. And put that into this kind of context, that is very little money for so many long hours of work. Even the voiceover industry has its extremes. While some artists like Hayashi Bara, she is the voice of Jessie of Team Rocket in Pokemon, as well as Masako Nozawa, who is the voice of Dragon Ball's Goku, they can earn close to 40 million yen. And on the other extreme end are voiceover artists who work for a dismal amount and long hours. 
if you are in fact interested and enamored by the anime world and everything else that you have learned in this video, then there is a great way for you to learn even more and follow the anime world. www.epicdope.com is a website that is based out of India. It's a popular anime news, views and reviews website. And this site, it's aimed at season and pro-level anime watchers. And there's always something new for everyone. So you can definitely go level up your anime game by logging on to their website. I hope this episode was interesting for you and maybe you learned something new today. If you did, you can always reach out to me on my social media handles and let me know. You can even watch the video version of this podcast on my YouTube channel. All you need to do is just go and type whack. I'll catch you again next week. Ciao. Thank you for listening to this episode of WAC. To make sure that you don't miss out on a new episode, subscribe to and follow the show on this app right now.